Hello and welcome to another episode of the Move Again podcast. Come on. Yet again, I'm sitting across the, the venerable, the, the esteemed Mark Van Pletsen. Imagine that, and, um, venerable. And it is so wonderful to be together. We had a, another great Sunday, Mark. Yes. But you were not here for it. Apparently not. No. Mark and Candice were, uh, we'll come back to that we'll now. We'll come back to it. But you were away preaching yes. at a church called Hope Church in George. Yeah. Um, and because of that incredible opportunity, and just with the, the way the series is going, across our different congregations, we had a number of different people preaching. Yeah, amazing. Um, preaching the, and moving us through from Exodus chapter 21 through to the end of chapter 23. Yeah. And looking at this amazing theme called altars or idols. Yeah, and uh, this was a concept that uh, that actually there's so much rich stuff in those in the scriptures. But actually, you you saw this this idea of that actually we are either bowing down to to idols or we are building altars in our lives, and that there's no neutral space that we are either doing one or the other all the way through. Maybe just explain that concept. What what birthed in your heart and why that captivates you? At I don't this time? think it's the first person who's ever had that idea. I think oh. as we preach the word, there's this challenge. You'll have no other god. You worship no other gods, and then you will not build. Altars yeah. to uh, idols to any other gods, yeah. foreign gods. Because why? And and because people default to that. Yeah. Man always defaults. We are designed to worship. So yeah. let's get back to worship and and building the these altars of praise yeah. that are God's people are committed to. And we see from Abraham right through these instructions. Well, yes. God's done miracles for you. Build an altar. Build an altar. Build yeah. an altar. No. The message isn't go home and in your garden in the corner go build an altar. Yeah. That's not the message. Yeah. The altar is our hearts. It's yeah. an altar of praise to God and it's an altar of worship ultimately. Yeah. We are designed to worship. God's looking for worship yes. in spirit and truth. What Exodus exposes is how quickly man, when man gets disillusioned and disenchanted or whatever yeah. other word you want to use, defaults to worshiping yeah. idols. Yeah. We melt things down. We sacrifice, and what we try to do is we try to hold on to both, our worship and our idolatry, yeah. and we can't. Yeah. And this series of Move Again is actually moving away from yeah. our idolatry that we quickly default so to. And let's be honest, idolatry is evident all through our world. It doesn't look like it did in Jesus' yeah, time. Yeah, it's not the golden calf anymore. It's, no, it's, it's a not. little more nuanced. Hey? It's not. And guys might not be burning down silver and gold, but they're burning down marriages for worshiping idols. They're burning down lives. Wow, they're burning on. down futures. Yeah. They're burning things down, melting them down, saying, if I just worship at this idol, yeah. it'll somehow serve me. And then you realize it's just a dead Yeah. Idol. What are some of those idols, Mark? Maybe make it a little bit practical. As we preached it, idols and altars are quite a foreign concept for us in our Western civilization 2022. Yeah. But what, what does it look like now? What, what are some of those things, maybe in a tangible way? I think it can be as acceptable and soft as the idolatry of comfort. Wow. So I burn down ambitions and dreams and asking God for big things and living a faith story. Why? Because yeah. I've got an idol of comfort because life's been uncomfortable yes. at times. I think it's the idolatry that the best life, live your best life yet. Yeah. So actually, can my marriage let me live my best life yet? Is this person that I'm married to, is this past that I'm, yeah. is this, Very so good. I'm going to burn that down so I can worship my yeah. best life yet, so yes. I can have a hashtag best life yet story on Instagram. I, I think yeah. idolatry, the enemy has got so clever at pitching it, at presenting it as a, a, a cushy, fluffy little puppy that runs around your house yeah. and does no damage. Yeah. You've obviously never had a poodle puppy. Come on. That little guy can do damage. <laughs> and um, I want to tell you, idols grow. They, they, yes. they grow in our hearts. Yeah. And what they do is they fill the space yeah. that should be for worshiping God. Yeah. And God wants worshipers. I love, God's looking for worshipers. We had um, the, the, a good friend, Scott Ferreira, preach at our Century City campus then in the PM here at Tableview. And he used this illustration. I just thought it was so simple because uh, sometimes we, yeah, we think that's for somebody else. Idols. You know, oh, that's not, I'm not me. I, I serve God. You've got God. nothing in the house. Yeah. yeah. 
But he said that they're in the kids' phase, the small kids' phase, where things are just wild. He says from morning till bedtime, it's just it's chaos. It's crazy, and emotions are running high, and sometimes temper's afraid, and we're just feeling under pressure. Yeah. He said the kids go to sleep, and he says the first thing that we do as a family, he says we've, we've got a bad habit of resorting then to Netflix. We yeah. just, we just, it's like an escape. This is, this is our a moment for us to regather ourselves. And he said we're finding their peace in Netflix. And yep. they suddenly realized that actually that was a default that was, and it's a pseudo God. It's, it's, a, it's a false peace that won't suffice. It'll lead, it'll temporarily satisfy, but not for long. And they've had to reclaim that, that space, that you almost say, we're going to build an altar after yeah. our kids go to sleep. For 20 minutes, we're going to pray. We're going to thank God for the day. We're going to hand over our emotions, the, the good things, the bad things, the moments we lost it to God. And then, and then before we go to Netflix, we said Netflix is not an evil thing, but when it becomes the substitute of, of God, that's yeah. the problem. And they said, so they've had to go get the default of let's build an altar before we then go to Netflix or before we go to uh, something else or whatever. So I just yeah. thought it was a helpful, tangible thing because I know it, whenever there's pressure, we see in the Bible, there's pressure, Moses up the mountain, pressure, where's Moses? What do we do? Let's turn to something else, something that's t- that we can touch and see and feel. When actually sometimes it demands a different response. Yeah, and worship is surrender. That's worship very good. is, I don't have it. Worship yeah. is, God, you're in control. Worship is um, my sacrifice yeah. of praise. What is an altar? It's still a sacrifice, a yeah. place of sacrifice, a place of bringing my sacrifice yeah. forward. Now, the sacrifice is no longer a chicken or a cow or a lamb, although the challenge is what we often found we would preach into areas. Yeah. And, and when I had the privilege of going missions into Africa, preach the gospel, people would do away with all their yeah. idol worship. Yeah. And you come back two years later, and the pastor is sacrificing chickens yeah. to make a buck on the side. Because why? Because I'm not <laughs> seeing the tent. And, and I'm not ridiculing that. I'm yeah. saying that's a challenge yeah. to the core of the gospel. Because I cannot put my trust in a sacrificed chicken. I put yeah. my trust in a perfectly yeah. crucified Christ who rose yeah. from the dead. And that's why I worship. The minute there's a shifting, a shaping, a changing in that, I'm back at an idol worship. And as an idol worshiper, and I'm back at the foot of an impotent worship sacrifice that will not bring life. And God's saying, I want my people back at altars of praise. Very good. And I want them there. And I want them to stay there. Most of the preachers also mentioned in the area of, for us, the area of... uh, safety and future and security is around our finances and one yeah. area that's why there's this mechanism in the gospels to, to consistently give of tithes and offerings yeah. and actually it's a, it's for us to say actually I, I, i'm trusting you god it's all gods anyway yeah. but saying actually it's a mechanism to keep saying i'm gonna every month i'm gonna build an altar to say god thank you for your provision I'm trusting you up for front. the upfront. I'm trusting yeah. you with the rest. I'm no, not I'll come back on yeah. the tenth with the rest. And, and, <laughs> and I just realized that's in those moments we're going to either build altars with our finances and thank God and remind and, and say we trust you for the future, or we and we're going to worship Him with our money, or we're going to yeah. build idols out of our money and say, but yeah, and, and we and we cloak it up as a wisdom and security. But actually, there's no faith there. It's actually bowing down to something else. And yeah. and we've always said that little phrase: what you bow down to, you'll end up bound to. Yeah. That if you bow down to the Lord, you'll be bound to Him, and you'll tether your heart to His. But if you bow down to yeah. your, pre- your, your ways, you're uh, trying to make a plan, you'll either be bound to that, and, and that doesn't lead to life. Well, remember, the series is Move Again. Yeah. We're looking at the book of Exodus, and in the middle there's this Ten Commandments, that speaking about idolatry, but throughout the, the yeah. book of Scripture and the, the truth, there are these calls to build altars of yeah. praise to God where we honor Him for what He's done, yes. but we also reinstate our trust in Him for our future yeah. and the journey. 
God's calling us to move. God's yep. calling say, actually, will your marriage move? Will, yes. will, will your heart move? Will you move away from those cycles of sin that have held and yeah. destroyed that will lead to further destruction? Wow. And one way we do that is by crushing idols, yep. getting on our knees again and worshiping God. So good. It's not about now building an altar in the back of our yep. house. And Christians get there quickly. Yeah. And we default to some of that weird stuff. And all we're trying to do is replace idolatry yeah. with some form of worshiping, looking yeah. idolatry. But no, we need to get back to praise and worship. So good. At an, at an altar of praise. And uh, there's three more weeks left in the series. Come we on. are navigating this, the, the next few chapters. There's so I many. see your Bible's also moving again. Eh, <laughs> yes, yeah, moving again. Got Exodus a... and is falling you out. You know what? Uh, but uh, eh? been, uh, so, what, been read so much. Oh, like, no. My yeah, Bible's falls that. there. Yeah. But um, here's one scripture that people, uh, we've had callers, a long-time listener, first-time caller, calling in and ask you, Mark, if you can exposit this scripture. Exodus 20 verse 26 says, yeah. And do not approach my altar by going up steps. If you do, some might look up under your clothing and see your nakedness. Um, yes. Just maybe help us understand that scripture in this context. Is there? Well, Gabriel. <laughs> or is that just general wisdom? No, I think that's helpful wisdom. I'm not going to exposit that yeah. one now. And um, if anyone has been yeah. more afraid with being exposed yeah. along the way, Gabriel, you know, I, I won't share the stories now. Yeah, but but that's why the gospel comes to cover us, Mark. And a no, good friend look, covers us, not exposes yeah, us. Eh? No, it's all part of it. All part of it. No, but let's get back to All jokes Bible. aside, I mean, I love how the Bible, though, the Bible has got, it's this, it's this earthy book that's telling people how in a desert how to worship, how to re-navigate their lives. And I think that's why we got to give ourselves to it. There's, there's some ob scriptures in there, to be dead honest, that we have to navigate. But don't get stuck on those. Hear the, hear the big theme of move again, move again. And, and speaking of that, Mark. Well, that is the danger of the one-off scripture. Yeah. That's why we preach in series. That's why we're provoking people. Read the Bible for yourself. So good. Just be reading through Exodus. And you know what happens when we come together and someone with a gift to teach or preach pulls us into it. Yes. And we go, wow, that's it. Yeah. And, and that's why we do it in community. Yeah. That's why we do it in series. Yeah. And the temptation is there. And I don't know about you, but I love those one-off. Yeah. God gives you the revelation. Yeah. I, I really do love it. And yeah. many times those are people who go like, that's the one I remember. Why? Because when you're in series, people don't. Yeah. And it's tempting. But we're not trying to have Instagram preachers. We yeah. are trying to take a community on a journey. Build, if you're watching yeah. this today, it's probably because you're on a journey. Yeah. It's probably because well you want to be a part of that journey. It's probably because God's calling you to more. Yeah. And um, that's why we're calling people to be in the book yeah. at this time. So if you missed Sunday, catch up. Mike Hedenskog preached on a sermon called Two Ways to Worship. Yeah. Dave Reed in the city preached on Build Up or Bow Down. And Scott Ferreira preached on Altar Calls. And, uh, and all three of them tackling that idea of Amazing. idols or altars. So it's so cool. profound that we can be uh, multiple congregations, but moving in the same direction as we move again together. Yeah. But just before we land, Mark, you and Cairns had the privilege of going to Hope Church in George. Yeah. Maybe tell us why you do that. What's the benefit for us as a local congregation to be part of a bigger story? Um, yeah, it's yeah. just a privilege. We're not on our own. We're on an island on our own. There's a profound church in George that really has, in many real terms, exploded. And they have five meetings on a Sunday. Wow. I'm in a building bigger than ours where they put people in, and God is engaging people, pulling people out of darkness into wow. light. And led by an incredible couple, Paul and Marinette Van Collar, yes. who are just incredible leaders and have become really good friends. Yeah. And so we always said, we don't do ministry alone. Don't go alone. We get to partner in yeah. that. And uh, they invited Candace and myself to go and minister at all five of the meetings. Wow. So it was a big Sunday. Um, and, uh, and yet God was moving, God was powerful, and we do it because the kingdom of God is not about one church, one yeah, name in one it. city. Yeah. The kingdom of God's advancing. So um, I love the fact that other men and women can step up and minister Amazing. where we're out, and I love the fact that we get to go, and, and in the recognition of something of a gift on our lives, as friends of the church, yeah. be able to pour out 
It is a privilege. Yeah. And um, it, it's a great, great privilege. I absolutely love it. And there's a different dynamic yeah. to preaching in your own house and yeah. church yeah. every week. And uh, people know your stories. Yeah. They know that stuff. Where you go into a new house and you're able to bring yourself fresh yes. um, to that place and, and trust God for great things. Beautiful. And uh, we really had the most amazing time. We were well hosted and we were able to pour ourselves out, which is yeah. a privilege. It's amazing. We, uh, to let you know, uh, yes. we prayed for you at every meeting. Wow. And as a church, it's a privilege that we get to partner in these moments. Yeah. We get to pray and trust that God. Yeah. We're trusting for God to move there as he was moving here at our different locations. And um, yeah, I think it's, that's the cool thing for us is coming out of COVID to remind us we are part of a bigger story. We're not building Life Changes brand. We are preaching the gospel. And that actually Jesus Christ is preparing yeah. for himself a bride around the world. And what a privilege to do that together. So Yeah. And, and again, yeah. I don't take it for granted Years ago, I remember watching guys come into our church and minister. I thought, yeah, these must be amazing people. Now you just realize it's just dudes like me. Very and, ordinary and people. We're able to come in and share the gospel, and yeah. it's just a great privilege. Brilliant. And um, to be able to do that with friends across cities, meet people who were part of Life Changes, who now are in George, and then amazing. realize there's a few people who've moved the other way because yeah. of the relationships, it's just a great privilege. No, one so, of those is my wife, Fiona. What? She was, uh, just to let you know, she was head girl of York High, Stop 2000, it. circa Stop 2008. It. Um, and uh, George Local, who's come and blessed us, blessed me in more ways than one. But, um, awesome. Yeah. But there we go. Move again. Podcast, yes. another podcast episode in the books, Mark. Yeah. What a privilege to chat to you every week. And yeah, uh, look privilege. forward to chatting to you again next week. Yeah, we touch base with you just because if you miss church on Sunday, we don't want you to miss out on what God is doing. Yeah. And, and we love you. And so it's such a privilege. Thank you for having us in your world for a few minutes. Have an incredible week. And come, be with us this Sunday. Be with us next week. God's on the move. We're moving again. Come and join us.